Hello and welcome to Ritter's Reality Roundup. My name's Adam Ritter and I'm back to recap a very sombre episode 16 of Australian Survivor All-Stars. And right up the top, I just want to say my thoughts are with Lee Castledine and his family over the death of his mother, Beth. And um, I just want to say thank you so much for what you've been able to give us over two seasons. I really enjoyed having you come back and play the game hard. And uh, you are a legend, Lee. And I just really think that, you know, obviously it's a very different episode tonight. And people, uh, I really want to encourage everyone to get involved and donate to the Stroke Foundation. There are uh, links around all the survivors that put them up on their Instagrams and social media. So I really recommend that um, we get behind this worthy cause uh, because one in four people do get a stroke and it is something that affects a lot of people. Uh, myself, I've had people in my family had strokes as well. So I really understand and empathize with what uh, Lee Castledine and his family are going through. And um, it is that thing that kind of takes you out of the game and puts you back uh, where you do realize that everyone's human. Uh, we all make mistakes. We all have things happen to us. We can all have tragedies that really remove us from a game scenario like this. And um, I hope that uh, Lee has had the healing that he needs for him and his family. And, uh, and I hope that he is able to uh, move on. So uh, that's something I just want to say at the top of the show. Um, it is a real shame. It's a real tragedy to see Lee leave under these circumstances. Um, he is someone that I think could have gone very far in the game, could have maybe made it to the end and, and won this time as well. So um, I, I hope that um, Lee is able to focus uh, and, and grieve properly and uh, all the best to him and his family. With that said, there was a lot this episode that happened uh, that uh, outside of Lee leaving, which I think is worth discussing. And the main thing is obviously the return of the exile twist. Um, this time around, though, it's a bit different. We see three people will be voted off and sent to Exile Beach. And then uh, in tomorrow's episode... Uh, there will be another three people sent to Exile Beach. And then of those six people that are on Exile Beach, five will return back into the game and one will be sent home. Uh, so that leads to this situation where we have uh, reached our second non-alim of the season and that hopefully there's now enough episodes left that every episode for the next two weeks, someone will go home. But I have to say, this is one of the worst twists in Survivor history. For me, this is just... What I find wrong with it is that you have basically the majority of the people left in the game voted out, in inverted commas, onto Exile Beach, and then you have three people that are not. Um, and so it definitely feels like the worst aspects of things like The Edge of Extinction, which is a very sort of controversial twist that's been in recent Survivor seasons in season uh, US, season 38 and season 40. Um, and this is kind of the worst part of it, basically, uh, because this, the conceit here is that, I mean, do you even try to get voted out when you have like a 50-50 shot or a, you know, 33% chance basically of sticking around? 
Uh, probably not. And I just think that um, it's it's completely wild to me. Uh, but nevertheless, I guess one silver lining from this whole aspect is that we have AK, Shawnee and Brooke, this fuck them at three that are left in the game, have a fighting shot and might be able to stick around and pick off one of these uh, people from Makuta. So with Lee's uh, unexpected and unfortunate departure, we now have six uh, Makutas versus three Vakamas. And because of the way the numbers went tonight, there were three people on Vakama that were able to put all their votes in on Moana, and Moana is joining AK and Brooke on Exile Beach, which I think is a really good coup for them. I think obviously major credit to AK, Brooke and Shawnee for this reaction to this twist and working out that they should put their votes on Moana. I think it was a really smart call. Moana's proven that she's not the best in these individual immunity challenges. Maybe despite her idea of being this women's footballer that was very successful, she just hasn't really done well in any of these challenges. Whereas Brooke, Shawnee, even AK, his performances in the individual immunities have been quite good. So uh, if I had to look at these three on paper as to see who would be coming back, uh, my guess would be Brooke and AK before my one which is somewhat exciting as well. Um, and then, you know, if there's a situation with all of this where it does come to a situation where someone in the majority goes home, then that could basically mean that we have five versus three, and then you throw in an idol in there and maybe something crazy can happen. I also think it's quite crazy that we've not had any emergence of Emerge Idol, not even at this reward challenge which Brooke was at. I think there was a real opportunity there, but I feel like they, Australian Survivor likes to have two kinds of rewards, right? They have these rewards over food where they have some family element, and then they have these other rewards that are more the moral dilemma, strategic -y kinds of rewards. They really haven't differentiated much between the two. It's kind of like ever since the last season, they've really kind of stuck to this structure of how to do things where the non-alims are some sort of exile-based twist or, you know, and I just think that they need to deviate a little bit more um, and give us more variety so that it's not so predictable. Uh, because what is happening now is because you've got this majority alliance in control, even though they might have had this twist that might stop them in their tracks for a little bit, you know, it's going to be very tough for Brooke, AK and Shawnee to make it through to the end. And they're the ones that are really playing and wanting to do stuff. And it's not just because they're on the bottom. I've watched many seasons where the people in the majority are the ones making a lot of the moves. Um, but I just think that David is the one making a lot of moves and the rest are all just following him. And it's not fun or exciting to watch. And I've said this numerous times, I won't belabor the subject, but that's what really creates this sort of weird situation. So anyway, so that's where we're at with things at the moment. Three people are going to go home uh, in tonight's episode. And I do wonder who it will be. I have to believe, you know, there's this discussion around whether or not Shan will make her move finally and target the Golden God. I don't see that happening. Will David use an idol to save himself from going to exile? I don't think he should. I think he's got two idols. Keep them. Even if you go to exile, odds are you most likely you will go to exile. And David has shown that he's got been quite a strong performer in these challenges. And so he'll be perfectly fine. 
so we see this reward challenge and it's the slip and slide, the famous slip and slide, and you've got to shoot baskets. Um, and this was a really fun challenge to watch, even though it was a typical one-on-one. Um, I liked the matchups. They were quite fun. Shawnee smiling the entire time. Sean did an amazing shot from the backwards sort of rim, which I think was really incredible to watch and a massive highlight. So that was all quite fun. And then we obviously get to the reward around this Aussie barbecue sponsored by Bundaberg uh, ginger beer. Does anyone actually drink ginger beer? Hit me up if you do, because I'm not a big ginger beer fan, but I do like some of the other uh, drinks that were on offer there. But I liked uh, this product placement. It was quite unexpected. Uh, so I didn't really see that coming. But yeah, I'm just curious, does anyone actually drink ginger beer? I, I don't really enjoy it myself. Um, but then they were going around the room and everyone sort of had, again, the family moments and reading the letters. We had a lot of content from David about how he's got his family in Perth and his family in Brooklyn and he wants to move back to Australia. Um, and I'm not nitpicking it. I don't understand how he needs a lot of money to do that. Uh, cause I think he's quite successful. Uh, but nevertheless, it seems like some pretty strong content for David some very strong content for Moana as well, and some strong content for Sean. Lesser for Brooke and Zach, more maybe just about their personal kind of story. So I thought that was quite interesting in terms of the edit and how it's, again, continuing to focus on David. I mean, even in the moment where uh, Lee left the game, we see David kind of eulogising Lee as this, you know, great survivor player, great professional cricketer and great friends. So, and we see a little bit from Tarzan as well and his friendship with Lee and how that bond has grown. So to be quite strong and I'm sure Tarzan's a great guy and I love that his relationship with Lee and that was really beautiful to watch, but um, he's not really bringing much else to the table in terms of strategic gameplay or even social gameplay at bat because we see Shawnee try and talk to Tarzan and they bond over being in Toowoomba or being born in Toowoomba together. Um, and that's really the only bond that they have. Uh, and I love these things from Shani where she talks about how I have nothing in common with these people and I'm still trying my darndest to try and build some type of rapport with them, which you love to see. That's what you want to see in the game. So I think Shani's done a massive, uh, massive great job in terms of trying to ensure that kind of stuff. But it's very hard when these people want to just play loyalty and not really move on in the game. So we get to the immunity challenge and Jonathan sort of half-heartedly says, you know, are you ready to get to today's immunity challenge? And I just think, I don't know, like I just think in terms of giving proper respect to Lee this episode, I think the episode did a great job. But why not just cancel the tribal council? What was the point of introducing this exile twist, having a challenge, having a vote, what they should have done was maybe have the challenge, have the immunity carry over to the next vote off rather than this situation where you still had to vote someone off the episode. Normally in Australian Survivor, where we've had these unexpected things where someone's either left the game or just something's happened, uh, we see the tribal get cancelled or something to that effect. And to me, I just think it wouldn't have been any trouble if they did that and maybe just made it a traditional exile twist where two people get voted off and have to fight it out. But I guess this way at least it allows for the original Vakama 3 to stay together intact 
and maybe pick off one of the majority. So I like it in that respect. But I don't think it's fully fair. Uh, and again, Survivor is never fair, but it is this case where it just is really prolonging the inevitable. Like I see the long road ahead for AK, Brooke and Shawnee, and I just see no way that they can make it through to the end, um, as sad as it is. So kind of, I don't know, I feel like I've resigned myself to the fact that they're going to get picked off one by one, and the only miracle thing is whoever remains of those three may be going on an immunity run. Uh, but yes, we are in this situation where Shawnee is able to hold on and win immunity, she absolutely beasted it. How's that? She, you know, she's won two immunities. Everyone said she was so weak this entire game. We've had people trying to vote her off because she was weak in challenges, weak in challenges. Yet she is absolutely beasting all of these immunity challenges. So I think people need to really rethink this idea of what is strong in Survivor um, and maybe just focus on the fact that that's a person that's a threat to my game rather than be weak in challenges. I just think... That sort of discussion at the start of the season really brought the gameplay down notches when we want to see it elevated. You know, we hear them talk about this is all stars. We want to see them bring that to the fore instead. The challenge obviously being that you have to sort of keep your head above water while holding this pole and balancing this ball. And if the ball falls, you're out. And uh, I thought this was quite... <laughs> looked, it looked so difficult. I would have probably lasted less than Moana at that point. I just think it was one of the hardest challenges I've seen um, in Survivor. But nevertheless, I love that Shawnee Beast did it and she's saved herself. One thing, AK pointing out to Brooke, let's not try and help Shawnee when she's in that final two because those votes will split between you and I. And I thought that this was really smart by AK. It made a lot of sense as well. But um, it wasn't to be, unfortunately, it was going to be a case of between AK and Brooke. So we go back to the beach and we see this situation where AK is really putting the case forward to Shan to flip. She's giving this half-hearted, I'll consider it, we'll see what happens. I just don't believe her. I just don't see her really ever wanting to make a move here. Uh, and we see AK's like, okay, but that's fine. I'm not going to just bank on Shan. I'm going to go to Zach as well. I'm going to go to everyone I know and make sure that the more votes are on Brooke than myself. And again, you've got to give AK credit here. I think AK, 100% best plays of the episode because he's fighting really hard here. He knows his position in the game. He's even trying to talk to David at this point and build something. Again, I wouldn't trust the man as far as I can throw him. We've seen this all too many times where the person on the bottom goes to David and he just doesn't really throw them a lifeline. David knows this too. He points out in confessional that AK knows I'm his only option right now. And I'm like, mm, maybe or maybe not. Uh, and so we see this. But then we get to tribal council and we see Jonathan say, it's a little bit different tonight. And then obviously the room opens up and it is the situation where the exile beach bomb is dropped. Um, and it's kind of have less of an impact because everyone's kind of still reeling from this massive sense of loss we all feel at Lee having to leave the game. Uh, you know, we see Jonathan explain to Lockie and Harry, the two jurors, um, the situation. And it was kind of a bit of a half explanation. I almost kind of wish they did this in private before 
the game started and maybe have just Jonathan acknowledge it in the start and have a little nod to the jury rather than this kind of overwrought kind of reaction. But I do understand that, you know, they're just trying to do the best they can and navigate the situation. So I think that's all we have to say for where we're at. Obviously, there'll be no elimination for episode 17 and then we're going to have three more people go to Exile Beach. I'll be back to recap that and talk about who I think will come back and who will finally go home in a series of challenges on Wednesday night's episode, which is a shorter rep as well. So it makes sense that they're doing this week-long thing. And then uh, I guess we'll see what happens from then on in. But I'm still kind of pulling to see if someone can make a move against David, um, if something will happen but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, as always, I want to say thank you for listening, especially considering uh, tonight's difficult circumstances around this episode. I want to reiterate, get out there, donate towards the Stroke Foundation, get around these fundraisers that some of the survivors have organised, doing the towel challenge, bringing it back again, which I think is really cool. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.